Because we are in a spiritual war. A war that wants to destroy you. A war that wants to take your mind and direct it any other place but towards the Lord. Those are the things that happen when we go into this battle. Got my eyes. Colossians 2, 15. He, Jesus, disarmed the rulers and authorities and discarded the public, them publicly. He triumphed over them by him, by Christ. In boot camp, when I was going in to get a haircut, and a line of guys were there, and everybody's coming out the other side, same. <laughs> same haircut. So the guy said, do you want your uh, sideburns? I said, yeah. He said, put them in an envelope. <laughs> so we went through the, through the line for the haircut. Then we're going through the line to get your clothes. And it's a riot. They're screaming at you all the time. Screaming, hollering. Because you're nothing but a maggot. And you're lower than whale poop. Because that's at the bottom of the ocean. And all these uh, nice things that they say to you. So when you're out there learning to march, that's another riot. I mean, if you play in a band or something, you tend to know how to march because they teach you how to march. But when you come off the street, you don't know nothing about marching. I know my left and right, but that even gets screwed up when you're trying to march. And everybody's stepping on everybody's heels, and the drill instructor's hollering, screaming at you. Can't you march? Are you stupid? Your mother didn't train you right. Your mother don't even live here. So get it right. And you're in inspection, and you're standing at attention, and you better not move. In Paris Island, they have no seams. These little bitty gnats that you can't see. So you're standing like this at attention and you're not supposed to move your eyeballs. You're standing there and you're <laughs> trying to blow them away from your face. And these guys have eyes behind their back. What are you doing, De Lorenzo? They didn't even say my name right. Lorenzo and all that stuff. Nothing, sir. I saw you looking at that bug. Find it. Find it. Don't talk back to me. So, got to try to find it. <laughs> a lot of other stuff, man. It was a thing you never forget. <clears throat> but the Holy Spirit is our drill instructor, folks. His whole purpose is to prepare us for the battle that we're in. And we got to take it serious. Because we are in a spiritual war for your life. He is after souls. The enemy is after souls. But Christ gave us the opportunity to defeat the enemy by his blood, by his body. 
Those are the things that we have to grab hold of when we fight this battle. Excuse me. Boot camp takes you and strips you of who you are. Same thing that the Lord does. Same thing the Holy Spirit does in our life. He takes us, He breaks us down with love. They don't break you down with love. But He breaks you down with love to where you can start brand new. Because He gives you a new heart. Not a retread, a brand new heart made out of flesh. Ezekiel 36, 26 says, I'll remove the heart of stone in you and put a heart of flesh in, in its place. With the heart of flesh, we can have compassion. We can, we can feel things. We can have love through the Holy Spirit that's working within us. Romans 12, 4 and 5. <coughs> Excuse me. Now as... Now, as we have one body with many parts, and all parts don't have the same function, each branch has a different function. You have the Navy. Thank you, Ron. We have the Marine Corps. We have the Army. We have the Air Force. Each one has a different function. For the same purpose is to win the war, to defeat the enemy. When we come together as one... The job gets done. We as the body have the same functions. We can all do things, but each one of us has a different purpose. You can have different purposes, but all for the one part, part is to defeat the enemy. Because he is relentless. Each of us have a different part, a different purpose, different calling. <clears throat> what is a soldier? A soldier is a person engaged in military service to serve. A man trained for battle, training a soldier for a special cause to defeat the enemy. To serve. What do we call as Christians? To serve. Christ came to serve and not to be served. We need to serve each other. Learning how to serve each other. Learning in boot camp how to be there for one another. When you messed up, didn't do your part, everybody paid for it. If you didn't clean your bunk, the drone truck came through, ripped everybody's bunk apart. You train that man how to make the bunk. You got to bounce a quarter on it. It better bounce two feet. It's all for the purpose of working together. Being together as a team. Being together as one body. For the, mer- the main purpose of function is to encourage one another and lift one another up to defeat the enemy. 
Competence course. Oh, <laughs> that was a blast. I thought my body couldn't do what it did. It did it. <laughs> but as you go through the competence course, the guy that couldn't make it, well, you helped him along. You helped him go through that course. Because if he couldn't make it, he got set back. See, when you're in the Marine Corps, if you fail to do something and they set you back, you could stay at boot camp for four years. They own you. Right, James? Uncle Sam. But the purpose is to train you to function as a team. No man left behind. Hebrews 12:11. No discipline seems pleasant at the time. I know I don't like it. But painful later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained. Righteous and peace. All through the scripture, we, we know that Paul says uh, righteousness and peace. Righteousness and peace. How do you get the peace? By knowing you are righteous in Jesus Christ. You stand righteous in Christ because he made us righteous by what he did. He gave us the uh, anointing of righteousness because it came from him. It's not our righteousness, but he gives us righteousness so that we can know that I am righteous before God Almighty. In other words, right standing. I am in right standing with God because of Christ. Even if I screw up the biggest, I am still righteous in Jesus Christ. His righteousness doesn't just disappear. The only way we come off of righteousness is if we try to please God by our own performance. We please God by believing in His Son. That's why we're righteous. We try to keep the law or do this for God and do that for God. It's like filthy rags. But we are led by the Holy Spirit to do for God. You're righteous. What he says, we're righteous. Right standing. First Corinthians nine twenty five. Well, whoever competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. We train. Anytime you want to do something, you have to train to do it. If you want to be good at something, you have to train. You have to continue to do it. Tommy was a runner, and I'm sure he trained. Right, Tommy? You had to train. You had to build your body into shape to run. The same thing in the spirit, folks. But not being trained in the spirit to know the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. We need to be trained. And we're here to help you be trained. First Timothy four eight. 
For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise to both the present life and the life to come. If things come easy, more, more, more than nothing, they're not going to last. But if things come, because it's hard, they usually last. Because the more we strain and struggle to get through something, God is working. If I just got something real easy, you don't really care about it. Like if your mom and dad buy you a brand new car, you tend to not really take it serious. But if you sweat your blood and pay for that car yourself, you take a little more better care of it, right? I know I would. So if you have to work for it, Respect it a little more. Second, First Timothy six twelve. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life, to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. We all have a good confession. Are we given our testimony? Are we telling people what you went through when God is the one that brought us through it? We need to open our mouths to people because they're they're dying. The enemy is whipping the heck out of them. They don't even know it because it's a silent war, spiritual war. 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9. Be alert and sober of mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing in the faith. How do you resist? How do we resist? It's knowing the Word of God. That's a weapon. Word of God is a weapon. There's many more weapons we have. But that's the main weapon we have. Because when we know somebody's lying to me, uh, in my mind, I say, wait a minute. That's not bringing peace. That's bringing confusion. That's bringing resentment. That's bringing hatred. That's not from God. So we learn these things, and then we put them into practice. You have to learn how to clean your weapon. Take it apart, put it back together again, because that's your life. This is our life. This is our life. Second Corinthians ten, three through five. Though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world, but on the contrary, They have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Renewing our mind. Taking captive the thoughts. Taking captive our thoughts. I heard this a long time ago and I think Tommy even mentioned it 
when he was sharing. You can't stop a bird from pooping on your head, but you can stop him from building a nest. If a thought comes in, we check it out. What's it doing into my heart? Is it giving me peace? Is it for someone to edify someone else? Is it edifying me? If it's not, knock it out of there. Speak the word to it. That's not from you, Lord. I rebuke that thing in the name of Jesus Christ. We've got to start opening our mouth to the truth. I also call it ants on the brain. Always negative thinking syndrome. As Christians, we don't need to be negative. I hear a lot of Christians, unfortunately, always negative. Oh, never happy. Always struggling. Because they're struggling with the bombardments going on in their minds. Because they're not renewing their mind. They're not taking every thought captive in their mind. And it's a job. You can't just happen right away. You've got to work at it. Like anything else we do. You've got to work at it. To be trained in it. To continue to rebuke it. Joel 3, 9-11. Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for war. Rouse the warriors. Let all the fighting men draw near and attack. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weakling say, I am strong. None of us are weak. We are strong because of Christ. We have strength in us from Jesus Christ. Come quickly, all you nations from every side, and assemble there. Bring down your warriors, Lord. We are warriors. Whether you know it or not, we're in, a God, we're in God's army. We're it. We are it. We don't know how to do the fighting. People around us are going to get wiped out spiritually. Maybe even physically, we don't know. But it's us. We have the mantle to prepare people for the battle. Last scripture. Zechariah ten five seven. I forgot to give you that one. Sorry. <clears throat> Together they will be like warriors in battle, triumphing their enemy and trampling the enemy into the mud of streets. They will fight because the Lord is with us. Period. We will fight because the Lord is with us. Will we fight? Do we know how to fight? We're learning. Every time we go through a difficult difficulty, it's an opportunity for us to learn how to do battle. To learn how to take control and be prepared to help other people go through the battle. All of us have battles, folks. If you don't, well, I don't know what's going on. 
But I've been through some battles. Many battles. But the Lord will never leave you or forsake you. He promised that and he's proved it to me many, many times. I lost a son. A lot of people have too. But that was a battle. A big battle. But he never left me or, or let me down. Those are the big battles that we are winning and learning how to win. Because we are it, folks. The Lord's using us. He's all we got. He's all he has. Something like that. <laughs> so, if anybody needs prayer or anything, please come up. Egg, I mean, Becky, music back there. We ready to fight? Ready to learn how to fight? Learn how to use your weapons? We have a sword, we have a shield, we have a helmet. That's a whole nother teaching, but it's, it's good. We need to know, folks. We need to know. So if anybody wants to come up, people will pray. Thank you. If you need prayer, we're just going to wait a few moments longer. Uh, we're not rushing anyone away. Uh, we just want your needs to be met, whatever you need to be prayed for or with. We'll also open up the um, kitchen counter just one quick minute. would enjoy having fellowship with you, so please stay and enjoy hospitality with us. And we'll just... Wait before the Lord.